The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome again to another daily devotional live stream. Uh, we are really glad that you've made a point to watch this. And if you're watching live with us, thank you for just carving out a time at the end of your morning uh, to let us into your home and into your lives. If you're watching this or listening to this later, just thanks for finding us. And uh, if you are maybe listening just on podcasts, we'd love it if you'd subscribe. And as you know, new episodes coming up. And if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, uh, like the Facebook page, subscribe, or uh, uh, share it with someone else. It's just that the goal is to be an encouragement. As we walk through different sections of Scripture, and we look at them from hopefully a practical, encouraging source. And that is our ultimate desire that we know that is the Word of God and focusing on Him that really gets us through this. Remember, uh, in, in, we were told in Hebrews, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And that's what we need to do, keep our eyes focused upon Jesus. So today we're glad you're with us in what we've called the Source of Truth podcast. And today we're going to continue as we study through the book of Hebrews. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. The book of Proverbs. Uh, let me explain a couple quick things in Proverbs. As I said, we may not go verse by verse every section. Uh, sometimes you're going to find that there's just truth after truth after truth, and so sometimes we'll go at it topically. Uh, sometimes we'll take a chunk. Sometimes we'll even skip, depending on the context. Uh, but we're just going to go from beginning to end and just look at parts of um, Proverbs that God lays upon my heart as we are going through this, and hopefully will just be an encouragement. My, my premise in this and hope is that as we've found a lot of encouragement in Psalms and these other, in First John and Habakkuk, that we would find now wisdom. How do we deal with the events in front of us? And, and wisdom is necessary. And let me explain what I mean by wisdom again. You know, there's knowledge. There's knowledge of what's going on and knowledge of how I should respond, but wisdom helps me to do that. Wisdom helps me to put to practice that which I am aware of. So I get the knowledge of Scripture that answers the question, but wisdom helps me to learn how to apply that, how it helps me more than just spiritual knowledge, but if it invades and gets into the physical realm and helps me to deal with the day-to-day -day things. And so that's what we want to glance at and look at wisdom. Now, the last time we met, we finished a chapter, uh, chapter one, talking about the idea of what happens. The passage had mentioned that wisdom was crying out in the streets. Literally, I guess the idea would, the premise would be that as much as problems are in the world, wisdom screams to the people in these scenarios, I have an answer, I have an answer. But yet so many people refuse to listen to wisdom. So many people deny it and they shove it away because they think they have the answer or they like what's going on. And he said the problem with that is, is it brings ultimate destruction because wisdom is the only answer. There's not four ways to deal with it. There is the right way and the wrong way. There's God's way and then there's man's way. And so wisdom is crying out, helping to let us know the right way. And, and it's stated that you've said it at night, you've put the wisdom aside, you refused it. And ultimately, at the end, there'll be nothing but pain as a result of refusing it. So we look at this, and what we get to chapter 2 is we see the exact opposite. So um, we, we see that Solomon, again, talking to his son, trying to teach his son in wisdom, he shows him, listen, how can you have wisdom? Uh, a lot of times when we study scripture, there's something that some people struggle with. Uh, when I went to Bible college, I spent six years there, four years undergrad, uh, two years to get a master's, so I was waiting for my wife to graduate from undergrad. And I found some people that struggled academically. 
I found some people that acted like they never studied but got straight A's. We all know what we're talking about. And a lot of times when I was at college and I'd see these guys that were brilliant, uh, just natural students, I, I'd, I'd become envious. Uh, I had to work harder to just to get sometimes the same or even lower grade. Sometimes I felt like I was just killing and I just didn't always get it. And yet it just seemed so natural, especially when we got into the Hebrew and Greek and the biblical languages. And man, they just flowed through it and I, I just struggled. And uh, now I wasn't necessarily a horrible student, but I wasn't always a straight A, a B's and sometimes some C's, but depending on the day. But I remember working and learning and I learned so much, but I became envious of some that it was just so natural. And I remember thinking sometimes in my life, I will, I will never be as good of a student or a preacher or whatever because I don't have their ability. Now, I had to be reminded the ability I had came from God. And my job was not to compare myself with someone else. My job was to do the best with the ability God gave me. And uh, so let, let me, here's, the, here's why I say that. Sometimes when we study Scripture, some come to Scripture intimidated that there's no way that they could just by themselves look into Scripture and learn. And so because of that, they don't. Or uh, it's great, you watch things like this and they get help. And I same thing, reading and watching and learning from other people. But sometimes we get so intimidated that we feel like I could never do what that preacher could or that person could. I'm just not smart enough. Can I encourage you that if you're saved and walking with God, the Holy Spirit opens it. And don't let a passage or some verbiage in Scripture or someone else who seems to know a whole lot about it intimidate you from studying Scripture. Uh, the Word of God, there's parts of Scripture. You get into prophecy, some things, you know, how it takes a bit to figure out. But I'll be honest with you, in general, the Word of God is written for everybody to understand. And some people will tell you, no, 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 it's too hard for you to understand it. Don't believe them. Study it. Let God open your eyes to His love letter for you. You don't need someone else to read the Bible for you and teach it, although there are times you do need that. You can go to the Word of God and learn and grow and then when you hear the preaching, boy, there's just that much more to it. But here's the struggle. Because sometimes we get nervous and think it's overwhelming, we feel like we can't do this. Remember, that a lot of what that nervousness comes down to is just knowledge. I don't know this. I don't understand that. And so, or I'm new to Christianity, so I don't know a lot of the basics. And so, but what we're talking about there is knowledge. Knowledge comes as you read and you grow. I'm talking about wisdom. And wisdom comes from knowledge, yes, but not always. Wisdom comes just from God guiding. And, and so that's really what Proverbs is dealing with. And so in a second, we're going to read a section where God talks about how we can gain wisdom. It really comes down to a heart, desire, and motive. So let's read Proverbs 2, verse 1. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifteth up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. So he gave a breakdown of how, we're gonna, how this happens. And, and I've heard people really make some of these to an extreme. So I, I, I want to look at the balanced way because it's true. What we see here is straightforward. Now, first of all, I want you to look at verse 1 when he says, my son, there's another word. The next word is very, very, very important. That is if. You understand, it, if is a conditional thing. I can study. I don't have to. What I will learn. Gaining wisdom is something I'm only going to get if I desire. I don't have to. I can live life without it. Uh, I can live life and all the other parts and all these other things. I don't, I don't have to go after these things. I can enjoy my simplicity, as chapter 1 said, and live in the foolishness of life and just whatever. 
I don't have to go after this. So seeking after wisdom is something that I desire to do. But when you desire to do it, he says, if you do it, if you, you must receive my words. In this case, the words of the Bible. In many cases, the words of the preacher, if he's using the Bible. And then you hide my commandments. Now, as a wise teacher teaching his son, if you will do these things. So then he says this, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom. Literally, you lean into it. You open your ear. Listen, I want this. So therefore, I'm going to put aside distractions. I'm going to put aside my opinion. Put aside what I think is true. And I'm going to open and I'm going to, I'm going to focus uh, an example today, if you start talking to people, we're wearing masks everywhere. Someone walks up and I feel like they're talking to me. I don't know what's being said because they're in a mask. So I have to lean in a little bit, turn my head to hopefully get it so I don't, I don't feel bad that I can't understand them. That's inclining, it's leaning in, inclining and understanding what's being said. I, I lean in to know there's something good here. If I climb my ear into wisdom and apply my heart understanding. I, I take this seriously. And I'm going to, you know, we find my heart, what's important. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it a legitimate application to learn and to grow. So I'm listening and I'm applying my heart and desire to keep going. Then in verse 3, Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding. Now, we're understanding this is more than just simple. This is becoming a true heart condition. I want this. I want to grow. Now, when I look at things like Christ after wisdom and lifts up your voice for understanding, you know where I find that? Today's practical. And the fact that sometimes you are stuck in a scenario where it's so overwhelming. And you say, Lord, I don't even know what to do here. I'm lost. I'm hurting. Emotional. All these different things going on. And so I cry for wisdom in what's going on. I search. I lift up my voice for understanding. I... I'd be fine. I kind of really, really take it serious. I understand the serious nature of where I'm at, and I need help. And when I need help, I'm willing to scream for it. When I need help, uh, years, um, a few years ago, I picked up a missionary that we were having here for a uh, missions conference. And I picked him up when we were driving back from the Philadelphia airport. And we had gotten, I'm trying to think, we, we are um, still on the southern side of Cotman Avenue. And we're coming through, uh, I guess that'd be the southern side of Philadelphia. And as we're doing this, this guy in front of us just started swaying back and forth. And uh, the missionary looked at me and he goes, this isn't going to be good. And so I hit the brakes and backed up. And sure enough, right in front of us, full fledged, right into the right wall. Bam, just car pieces of the car going everywhere. And I'm already in the left lane because I'd seen it coming. And so we went right around the car, hit our brakes. And he jumped out to go see if the guy was okay. And uh, actually, the guy had already gotten out of the car. And for some reason, we thought he was going to jump over the bridge. Actually, he was dumping something off of the bridge because he was about to be caught. And I guess he was carrying some drugs or something. He was dumping off the bridge. But, and I'm running back, and I'm calling the cops. Here's the point. I, I saw this man in pain. I saw the accident take place, and so I lifted up my voice, and I cried for help. I can't help this man, but there are people who can. So I grabbed the phone, and I lifted up my voice for help in that scenario. In parts of life, it's kind of like that, an accident, or just things like things are falling apart or blowing up. What do I do? I cry out. Sometimes we cry out to others for help, which is good. Sometimes we cry out um, listening to other people. Can I tell you, make part of that, if not the very first part of that, crying out to God. Be honest and say, Lord, I don't get it. don't know what's going on. And just lift up your voice. Because if you, if you open your ear and you apply your heart to it and you're willing to just cry out, then he goes even further. Verse 4, if you seekest her, seekest wisdom as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures. Now, I, I'm not a big treasure hunter. I've, you know, I'm 
when you think about that, it wouldn't be a big deal. But I, you know, I, you know, things like when we watched Treasure, what was it? Um, I can't remember the movie now. The movie where they were doing the treasure hunting and um, National Treasure. That's what it is. And it's fun to watch and fun to think about running out and trying to find things and go through all the conspiracy theories. But you think about it. If you knew that a large portion of money was hidden somewhere, it would really grab your attention. Can I tell you the more practical way to look at this, searching for silver? How many of us have focused so much attention on attaining things in this world? A good enough job to have a certain lifestyle, a certain kind of vehicle, a certain kind of house. And, and it drives us. To say, I want this, and it gets our attention, and it, and it affects our family, affects so many things. And that's what we focus after, is gaining all of the things this world can offer, the best of everything. And in this passage, he says, if you seek for wisdom, like you do for those material things, like you do for someone who would go out of their way to search for a hidden treasure, or to gain, obtain material things... If we would search for wisdom like the world searches for prosperity and happiness, we'd find it. If we would search for wisdom like the world seeks for prosperity and happiness, we'd find it. That's all the world has, and they give everything to gain it. If we would have the heart. Now, here's what happens when you look at it. It's overwhelming. No, no, no. Don't make this harder than it needs to be. If you incline your ear to wisdom, willing to listen to it, you apply your heart to know what it's saying. If you're willing to lift up your voice and say, I need this, and acknowledge in my scenario I need this, and I'm willing to stick around and read the Word of God and study until I find out what God has, it's really not. We, we make it too hard sometimes. Well, I'm not smart enough to understand that. that. That has nothing to do with any of this, whether we're smart enough or not, because wisdom is from God to us. Wisdom is from God to us for our circumstances. And he wants to give it. The Bible says in James, he gives to all men liberally and abradeth not. He will give it to us. Now I must ask in faith, the faith in God that the wisdom he gives me is right. But if I'm willing to just put my heart to it. Now I, I, we all understand it's not going to happen. You know, Lord help me, I need wisdom. Bam, it's there. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes we have to spend some time in prayer. Sometimes we may have to fast and pray. But if I'm willing to say, I'm going to seek to get an answer here, there is an answer. Now, what we do is we go to the Word of God, we go in prayer, we listen to preaching, we seek help, counsel. Bible, Bible says there's safety in the multitude of counselors. Those are necessary, but I am willing to seek it and find it. Let me tell you what I think the biggest hindrance is. The verses prior in verse, chapter 1 talk about those who are unwilling. They push wisdom aside. The difference here is not only am I not pushing it aside, I'm seeking it. Now understand, when you talk about even for the silver and the hid treasure, it also shows how precious it is. I understand the precious and, and, and important nature of the wisdom that I'm seeking. That's what God is talking about. Here's what happens. Verse 5. Then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Then what God wants to give you, he'll open the door. I wish I could say that we just lay down in bed at night and say, Lord, give me wisdom and wake up and it's there. I wish it were that easy. I do. We're, you know, we're all kind of a bit of a you know, lazy, lazy people. It would be easy, wouldn't it? Kind of a microwave society. I want it now. But unfortunately, this takes walking with God. This takes being in God's word and prayer. This takes allowing God to open your heart. And the Bible says in Hebrews, as the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder in soul and spirit. It gets down deep. It gets down to what I need. It kind of pulls me apart, helps me to understand where I'm at. It digs in there. When that happens, then I will allow it to open my heart and I will see things that God wants me to see when he wants me to see them. They're necessary, they're important, and oh, so helpful. 
I hope we are willing, not just now as we study Proverbs, but in every day of our life, Lord, what can I gain from it? You see, because sometimes we can become self-centered to think, I got this figured out. I know a lot of the Bible. Knowledge of the Bible will not save you. It's wisdom, applying the Bible. And failure to apply the Bible is nothing more than knowledge. And the Bible says, knowledge puffeth up. I can become arrogant, but it will not bring me to victory. It will only bring more grief. It is when I bring wisdom and I let God help me to, to live it that I begin to see uh, the truth of what God wants in my life. Thank you for the opportunity you've given to me today to be part of your day. Uh, wherever, however you're watching or listening to this. And uh, we're grateful uh, that we have the opportunity just to be part uh, of a level of encouragement in a time of crazy parts of life. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Keep going forward. Trust in Him. And let's look see how God will use even these times for His honor and glory. Again, thanks for joining us. We hope you have a great rest of your day.